Hello and welcome to the Harrogate Podcast with me, Andrew Gray. During the Harrogate Podcast, it's my job to find out what on earth is going on in this wonderful place, Harrogate and District. I'm lucky to live here, I'm lucky to work here, as are many people that I've interviewed. Today, I'm delighted to have with me someone I've known for about a year now, a chap by the name of Alistair Forbes. Now, some of the business people in Harrogate may well know Alistair. He is the SME Growth Manager at Harrogate Borough Council, although his role, I think, is funded by the Leeds City Regional Enterprise Partnership, which is an absolute mouthful to say. Alistair, welcome. How are you? Andrew, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Super duper. Let's get straight in. SME Growth Manager. What on earth is an SME Growth Manager? You're right. It is, it is a bit of a mouthful. Um, how I explain that to people I meet is that I help businesses to access different types of grant support, financial support generally, and any type of advice that will help them to, to grow their business and help them to um, plan for the future. So you're based here in Harrogate, the Convention Centre, I think it is, or wherever. The new Civic Centre. New Civic Centre, yeah. forgive me, that's what I meant to say, the new yeah. Civic Centre. But your role is funded by something based in Leeds. How does that work? Yes, so so yeah, so I work directly for Harrogate Borough Council, but my job is essentially 50% funded by Leeds City Region Enterprise Partnership. The Enterprise Partnership is, broadly speaking, uh, an arrangement with all the different local authorities within Leeds City Region, which includes York and Leeds and Wakefield, Coldale and, and several others. There's, there's nine authorities. And that enables our region to have some scale to draw down government funding, uh, central government funding, um, to be spent in, in this area. So the partnership formalises that, that arrangement, but also takes uh, advice and guidance from the private sector in terms of policy and uh, establishing how the different grants and support programmes, uh, what they're aimed at. You can dodge this one if you want, but is any of the money d- determined by the European Union whilst we're in it? Yes, the majority is actually determined, not, not determined, but uh, comes from the European Union. So the most, across the country, most business support programmes are funded by the European Regional Development Fund, um, or uh, ERDF for short. Um, and so if you, if you see any type of, if you apply for any type of grant programme, it's more than likely you'll see that that's... Uh, in the terms and conditions and the, the EU logo is on there um, and that's probably still going to be the case for the next two to three years um, because of the way that the contractual arrangements work for, for European funding. So even if we're not within uh, the EU, uh, in the coming years we'll still be drawing down funding um, because to an extent we might have already paid that money into the, into the um, arrangement. Got it. That is quite reassuring. In fact, we were recording, ladies and gentlemen, the day after the Brexit vote, a historic one, um, just yesterday. Um, we're not going to delve into politics, though, so, but it's good to know that the, uh, the money is sort of secure for some years to come. Um, so, dare I ask, how much money is there floating between the, all these uh, competing local authorities, and how much does Harrogate have if you're allowed to release it? Or maybe it doesn't work like that. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's regional funding which is then distributed um, as fairly as, as possible across the different districts depending on demand for certain programmes so that really comes down to the, uh, the different types of businesses that are within certain areas so for example in West Yorkshire there's a lot more manufacturing businesses um, based there in comparison to, to North Yorkshire so they were more likely to 
um, look at larger scale capital projects, um, for, for example. Um, but in terms of the amount of funding that is uh, being approved and awarded to businesses in Harrogate District in the last year, um, this financial year we're up to about £750,000 of, of grant funding. Wow. Um, so that's against put between two to three million pounds of actual business spend and that grant is there for a proportion of that, that spend. So um, that gives you an idea of the, the scale of just the, the, the very comparatively small number of businesses that access that, that funding against all the people that are based within our, our district. So business owners in Harrogate District should be very nice to Alistair Forbes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you are yeah. essentially a kingmaker. In or you could help someone's business go from whatever to 10 times whatever it was doing before by engaging with this with this scheme or yeah, so, so, with you. Yeah, so surprisingly enough, most people are very welcoming of someone that is there to, to try and help them to access grants um, and, and other types of financial or advisory support. But that really translates to really my role concentrating on those businesses that are looking to create jobs that have got real ambition for growth. Um, an example of those would, of, that, of that would be um, my uh, me working with a company called Tech Buyer, which are based on... I've, I've home, heard of them. Yeah, they're based on Hornbeam Park in, in Harrogate. Um, so I've been working with them for maybe about three years. Um, at the point I initially started working with them, they had uh, around about 30 to 35 Employees who are based up at Cardale Park, uh, but they'd outgrown that that facility um, with their with their growth. Um, they refurbish and um, sell different types of data center equipment, IT equipment uh, across the world. So that's a massive growth industry. So I've been working with them to to, to support that 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 growth in in, in the means that's that it's possible, and that's seen them in in the three years move across now, as I say, to Hornbeam Park to a much larger facility, which they did obtain some, some grant support towards the cost of in a, in a very small way, to be honest, but it was a, um, a contribution. And that's now helped them to get to the stage where they're now at about 100 employees. Wow. Um, they're operating in several com- countries abroad. They've just opened an office in Australia and, and New Zealand. So they're a real example of a company that's bringing a lot of income into the uh, our local economy um, through exporting or through activity abroad, but also they're creating good jobs in our district, which means um, people don't necessarily have to go to Leeds or to, to Manchester even um, to find a, uh, a good job in, in, a, in, an, in an industry that's got real growth potential. I'm most envious of your job because you're trying to just help businesses to help the local area. Everybody wants to talk to you. You're not like the bailiffs or you're not like the yeah. lawyers sending nasty letters. You are there to assist. And God, you, you must have many more stories than in the three and a half years you've been in, in post. So tech buyer, a homie part, they're, they're flying. They've trebled their staff numbers in, say, a few years I'm sure in part due to some of the help that you've given and well done for that. Do you have any other examples of how your work or your sort of team's work has helped other businesses in the area? Um, I suppose good examples generally are more about um, enabling growth through um, supporting the, the kind of entrepreneurial aspect of, of, of 
how a business would would see its its plans turn out um, if there's the ambition there. So um, there's several businesses I'm working with where they've they've accessed um, private sector delivered coaching or advisory support which has been funded through programs that I'm, I'm working on um, and a good example of that is through the strategic business growth program which businesses in our district can still access um, a lot of them uh, have been working with people such as Peter Dickinson who I know you've, you've uh, talked to him and, and done a podcast with in the past um, so people like Peter are very well experienced in working with businesses and, and coaching entrepreneurs and business owners and directors who have got ambition but don't necessarily um, have that experience of, of getting to, to where they get getting to where they want to be. Um, so we've been able to fund um, programs such as Strategic Business Growth Offer, which has enabled businesses to access. Um, the support from people like Peter and that's really in some instances completely changed what the business model is what they were planning to invest in um, how they thought they were they were going to scale their, their business so it, it can be quite transformational in terms of um, not necessarily a product that someone sells but how they sell that product or what markets that they concentrate on um, and therefore really enabling what whether or not their plans for growth actually happen or not. And as many of the business coaches I've interviewed on this podcast, like Peter and Carlos Horner and Stuart Wright and Sonia Sexton, they do point out that new startup businesses have a high failure rate. So I suppose engaging with these people, business coaches like Peter and others, will stop that high failure rate and people's savings being down the toilet, people losing jobs and livelihoods, which are all pretty traumatic. But sort of increasing that, you know, uh, strike ratio, I suppose, or a success ratio, um, all good stuff. I think, you know, you're making the world become a happier place. So yes, that's well done to you. Yep. Well done to you. But you know, um, how did you get started in this role? You've been here three and a half years. You look pretty. I shouldn't really comment people's age, but you're not the <laughs> oldest. So, what were you doing before you, you took this role here? Yeah, well, I'm quite new to Harrogate. I've lived here for about five years. I moved across here to. Um, live with my wife and our, our now newborn child Congratulations. Uh, your uh, accent gives you away that you are not a Yorkshireman <laughs> that's it so I'm from the, from the dark side of the Pennines um, so I grew up in Lancashire um, near Blackburn and really my working life has been spent around Manchester particularly um, much of that in the private sector um, so in management level um, on, on really on the sales and marketing side of uh, two or three different businesses but that gave me a lot of experience in terms of understanding how business works, but also the different different limitations or issues that businesses face on a, on a daily basis. And that's now really translated to my understanding by being based within a, a local authority and, and, and part of wider government that I uh, can understand how that whole public sector agenda works. But when I'm sat in front of someone that runs a business I've generally got a good idea and can um, relate to or understand what their um, business uh, limitations or challenges might be but to the same extent also see what opportunities that they might be excited about and I can link those two agendas together in terms of potential external help for, well, for it, growth. Thank you and in your view then 
are there any particular challenges that the businesses in Harrogate District have? You know, is it that we are just so close to Leeds that Leeds sort of gobbles those up in any way? Mm. Is it we are regarded as too much of a sort of retail-y, sort of Betty's-y, uh, Turkish baths-y spa town that there is nothing else in people's minds that people in Harrogate do? You know, are there, what are the drawbacks of doing business here, if any? So I would say that there are two big issues that, um, that businesses talk to me about in terms of their uh, challenges or, or limitations for growth, and that's the first one being around the availability of commercial property. That's very much um, been an issue in the last few years, uh, contributed to by the rise in a number of uh, office properties, particularly being converted to for residential purposes through the permitted, develop, permitted development rights, uh, laws and, and regulations. Um, so that's that's means that the uh, amount of office space for businesses that have outgrown where they are and they need to move into somewhere larger uh, isn't as freely available as, as it needs to be and that we'd like it to be. So that is a that is a problem, but that has been uh, balanced out a little bit more recently by developments, um, for example, at Hornbeam Park, um, and I mentioned about Tech Buyer moving there. So that was a, a, a key reason for them staying within the district. Um, it might have been that, uh, as I say, when they out, outgrew Cardell Park, that they might have moved to North Leeds or to, to, to York or wherever um, to facilitate their their growth, but because they were able to, to move to Holland, we've, we've, we've managed to, to keep hold of them. So that's a, a big ongoing challenge. And the second one is really around skills and, and people. So lots of businesses talk to me about how they have issues trying to recruit people um, with the right skills. That's definitely hits certain business uh, businesses and industries more than others. Um, so for example, people working in the broadly speaking digital and creative sector perhaps culturally and um, from a point of view of house prices uh, lots of reasons that they might prefer to work in the centre of Leeds or in, in, in a city as opposed to our lovely spa town and we have found that some uh, website agencies for example have, have moved into Leeds out of Harrogate or that's where their expansion has, has, has been so um that does seem to quite often come down to those businesses' ability to attract new people to, to come on and work for them and for those people to, to move to to the area, particularly if it's a, a, a more junior or early stage role. So um, that's something that is, is, is being addressed in terms of support for helping businesses to, um, to train and upskill staff, but also the support that there might be for looking at recruitment of uh, younger people particularly because um, that, that is um, an issue and a challenge for, for our economy um, in terms of the number of young people that, are, that live here. Touching on the, the digital question, I think you helped to run, is it Digital Harrogate? Harrogate Digital. Harrogate Just Digital. All the way around. Yeah. The way around. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about Harrogate Digital. So that's something that uh, we uh, set up, uh, particularly with uh, Paul Berwin from Berwin Solicitors, who you obviously know well, and that was uh, relaunching, reinvigorating a concept whereby um, there's a, a, 
there was a, a need or a demand for from businesses in the in the broad di- digital creative tech industries that they didn't feel that they had somewhere to network to meet other people um, through meetings or events in Harrogate. They felt they would have to go to Leeds or um, further afield um, to meet other people that that they might work with or that they can can, can relate to. So <clears throat> it we found it really useful to to set that concept up and we've run, run lots of different events uh, with lots of different subjects um, next one that we're setting up uh, so we've just finalised really is a partnership event with Harrogate Film Festival um, so thanks to Adam Chandler um, who uh, is the main organiser of Harrogate Film Festival so we are running an event with them to look at the real impact of what the booming t- TV and film production industry is and how, how that could impact on, on businesses based within Yorkshire. Particularly with Channel 4 moving to Leeds soon. Exactly. I yes. expect some yeah. of their executives would probably live in this area, you'd guess, and then it's probably quite an exciting time then for, yeah. All, yeah. for Harrogate, digital, digital Harrogate. Yeah. And I see on LinkedIn a hashtag for Silicon Dale, which I, I like, you know, you know, Silicon Valley, Silicon Dale. Is that just a hashtag or is there more to it than just a hashtag? There is a bit of substance there, obviously. It's a, it is a hashtag, but um, we know that it's, it's very under-recognised that the number of technology businesses that have, have grown and um, started in, in, in Harrogate um, has, has some real value. Um, I mean, particularly people talk about um, what Peter Wilkinson set up many years ago in the 80s around the initial uh, instigation of um, free serve and uh, access to, to the internet and that was something that <coughs> that's, Peter was very much a pioneer in and he set those businesses up in Harrogate District of which several different um, businesses are, are now a legacy of such as um, Red Centric for example um, and in technology they they were born out of, of uh, that development in early stage so there is a lot of history to the digital creative tech sector in, in Harrogate which does need a bit more um, profile to it and if a hashtag helps with that then that's <laughs> That's all well and good. Indeed, I think even Skybet might have originated. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's another another business that Peter set set up and sold at uh, some point in the nineties. Part of the reason why I do the Harrogate podcast is to get away from the traditional view of Harrogate that it is just a spa town. There's so many exciting things going on, so many brilliant people that live around here, and we really need to sort of shout about it yes. to anyone that will listen. Um, Alistair, how do people get in touch with you, particularly if they're you know, wanting help with their businesses to grow? I mean, particular businesses in a B2B world, I think, is more we help than B2C yes. world, I think. But yeah, how do people contact you? So, yes, if, if anyone in our district is, runs their business, they've got their aspiration for, for growth, ambition for growth, and they're interested in what support might be out there, then they can contact me directly. Um, so you can you can call the the main council number and oh one four two three five hundred six hundred. Well done, you got it right. To, yeah, has to um, has to be put through to my extension. Or if you want to email me, which might be easier for you, um, it's alistair.forbes at harrogate.gov.uk. Or you can find me on Twitter and LinkedIn. You are very try and be active on those. You are very 
on LinkedIn, should we say. Do you have any final words of wisdom for us or have you given us all the very best of Alistair Forbes? <laughs> I think I've tried to just say that there's, 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 there's lots of opportunity out there for, for businesses in terms of external support and, and, and help for um, to people try, to try and achieve what, what they want to. So words of wisdom are just to, you know, it's, I always try to recommend to people be, be open-minded, look to what's, what's out there, whether it's funding or grants or whether it's just advice from people that have been there and, and done that. So by talking to people outside of your business, then you, you're going to get the best opportunity to do that. Amen to that. Because it's not the natural inclination of business owners to go and talk to the council and say, what can you do exactly. for me? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I didn't know that your role existed or a lot of the funding existed until in the last year. And that's how we sort of met each other, I guess, was someone explained to me, oh, you need to speak to Alistair Forbes because who at council, who has all yeah. this access? Um, and so I've greatly appreciated you doing the podcast with me. I've great I'm grateful for the help that you've given to me and, and to my business and we might be working with each other perhaps in the, the legal sphere um, perhaps in the future Alistair thank you for your time today and best wishes for helping our local businesses out thank you thank you Andrew